Welcome to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson, and I will be speaking with business leaders from a wide range of industries on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, Lisa Asquith. It's great to have you with us here this morning at EGN Conversations. Fantastic. Thanks, Nick. And thank you for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to the topic today. It's a, a key one at the moment with everything happening in the world. Absolutely, Lisa. And that's why we were so eager to get you here this morning as well. So perhaps you can start by telling us one thing about yourself. Oh, just one. Okay. That's always the hard <laughs> question, isn't it? <laughs> I guess from my perspective, I work through Asia Pacific a lot and I have many, many years. So I have an interesting background where I've worked not just in Asia, not just in Australia, but globally as well with Europe and America. So my perspective um, is very varied. And I've had the opportunity to work with lots of different organisations and industries. So it gives me um, an opportunity to really be able to share things that people might not have seen before. And it's obviously a very challenging business environment out there at the moment and every country is handling it in a different way. And currently in Singapore, we are in a, a circuit breaker, but perhaps your work-life experience then that you have worked so, in so many different uh, countries, so many different places and, and companies might have uh, helped you during this time. How are you handling this yourself? Well, yeah, it's actually funny because I guess I've, I've been used to working remotely for many, many years. There's no no surprises here for me. I'm used to using the technology. I'm used to working from home, which in, in Asia itself, more so than the rest of the world, is still seen as a bit of a weird thing. You know, they, they're a little bit uncomfortable. Can we trust in a person to work from home and work successfully? Um, but I've had that space set up for some time. I think for me, the bigger challenge now is I've got two young children homeschooling at home. And my husband also working from home. So suddenly we've gone from one nice area from a work from home perspective to having to have four. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and two of those with young kids means I've got to be involved regularly as well, checking in. So for me, it's not so much the technology or the change in the way I communicate, although there has been a drop back, obviously, in face to face meetings. Mm -hmm. It's been more around juggling everything that life um, is putting together right now under one roof. Yeah, no, I can understand that. And I spoke with one of our members here at EGN and the, well, actually the wife and husband both worked home and they had three kids homeschooling, so five of them in an Ooh. apartment. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and it makes it so hard. I mean, trying to find a quiet space. And for yeah. a normal Skype meeting, that would be fine. I would be sitting in my office. But for today, because we need a little bit more light to be able to capture the recording properly, it's not a normal Skype meeting. So I'm hiding at the back of the house in a different area <laughs> while the kids are at the other end talking to their teachers because I can't have them in the background either at the moment. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's that kind of juggling that happens right now. Yeah, interesting times indeed, Lisa. And and the topic we wanted to speak with you today about uh, corporate social responsibility, CSR. So perhaps you can start by telling us what is CSR? Okay, corporate social responsibility. It's an interesting one and it's really evolved over the last probably 20 years. Some of it a little bit by default. The, the actual title, the CSR title, has really only been given to it in the last couple of years. And initially, it was more about companies who would do something, they'd want to give back, they'd want to find a charity and support, or they'd want to do something that was kind of feel good for the community around them. But over that time, the, the better companies have realised it's bigger than that. It's about sustainability. It's about how do you engage as a business, not just with your staff or your customers, but with the broader world around you. 
you know, what can you do and what can you involve that will actually help everyone, not just the business? And the better companies have realised that, you know, when you do that, you actually help your business a lot more than if you just focus on the business. And particularly now with the new range of employees out there, our, our whole employee dynamic has changed. You know, it's no longer pick the best person for the job that's easy. It's, it's a war for talent out there. It's a fight to keep people in your business and not have them change. The gig economy has changed the way people accept the workplace. They expect a lot of different things now. And the CSR piece can bring that in together under one banner and really help drive a business to new levels, as well as support the community around them, which brings great things, makes everyone feel good at that point. So it's a very different way of doing business. Very interesting, Lisa. And perhaps you can uh, help us to understand what are the three key things we should know about CSR? Okay, CSR is a big picture. It's really big. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes some companies make is they're still back in the mindset of, say, 15, 20 years ago, where they've decided for them to show corporate responsibility, they want to support a charity, which in itself is a great thing. That charity gets some fantastic things out of it. However, it doesn't engage their workforce or it engages a very small minority, doesn't really engage their customers or only a small minority. So for CSR to work well, it has to be taken in by the executive. It's a big piece of the business. And it's not just pick a few things that sound good that might give back or look for a new sustainable packaging method. It's not just that. It's much more about the values of the company. You know, where does that company really want to be? Got to sit there and be introspective first and say, what do we actually want out of this? Where are our values? What do we want to achieve? Then they've got to put it into their everyday life in the business. It has to be a living piece of the business. That's the next key step. If the executive team doesn't drive it and believe in it and find a way to make it part of that business day to day, not just a separate HR function that sits there and they press the button, it won't really work. It will peter out after six to eight months. It'll be a waste of money. So it needs to be embedded in the culture. And for that to happen, the third key thing is you have to bring your people on board. It can't just be the executive team saying, right, we're now going to do this. It has to actually be the people on the ground who see what's happening every day, expressing their opinions, beliefs and needs. And that will then bring a better culture into the workplace, but it will also attract and retain more talent. It will attract more innovation and it will drive the business forward and really positively impact the bottom line. But you have to get those three steps right. Okay, very, very interesting, Lisa. Some great insight then. Why do companies then need to spend resources on corporate response, social responsibility? Yeah, look, it's a big piece. And it doesn't have to be expensive. I will, I will make that point. It can be a much more simple process, particularly for a smaller or medium-sized business compared to the great big multinationals. But it's about the value. So you can find things that your staff and your company values and your customers value that aren't expensive. It could be regular um, monthly engagement with a, a local charity. It could be giving your staff one Friday a month off to go and do charity work. You know, those kind of things aren't horribly expensive, but they can be incredibly engaging and rewarding and lead to much bigger practices. I think to have a look at it for a company who's struggling with why should we spend any money on this, have a look at PepsiCo. They're a massive brand. But when Indra came in many years ago as CEO, she actually took the values of the business and made it their corporate social responsibility. And that was many years ago. And back then it was seen as a bit of a, oh, that's a bit of a scary big step. That probably won't work. It's going to be really expensive and it's going to fail. 
it went entirely the opposite way. Their profits went through the roof. So any CFO who's looking at adopting this, have a look at their um, profits from the last 10 years and see when they started putting in their CSR program, which took them many years, I must say, and look at how the dollars changed. That will give them a great case study that they can work with. Okay, interesting, Lisa. And finally, the, the final question for today, how can we make sense of CSR? <laughs> I think that the, the best way to make sense of it is go to your people um, and that will help the business in so many ways. You know, the leadership component, the engagement component and the CSR component because really to drive a business forward and get the right values and culture, your people need to be on board and they need to be the ones that feel that they can raise their hand and raise their voice and be heard. So if you really start at grassroots, look for teams, get teams together, encourage collaboration across the business and start to make sense of this and develop it and see what they want. It's amazing the things that will come out of that and it will help the business in so many ways. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being with us here at EGN Conversations this morning. Uh, I wish you a great day. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for listening to EDN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson. Please follow me on LinkedIn to get the latest updates on EDN Conversations.